Hello, my name is Nicole Stanfield and I have been an entrepreneur since 2014. I've had multiple different types of businesses from marketing to executive assistant to coaching. And now I really focus on personal development and I burned out in 2018. And after that, I decided that I needed to shift things. I needed to change things in my life and my business and it needed to look different. And so now I help successful entrepreneurs create a sustainable work-life balance that they love so that then they can enjoy taking time off and enjoy outside their business without feeling guilty or having to sacrifice their success. So the what I want to talk about today is something that is really close to my heart and ties into my experience with burnout and how I want to help shift our paradigms around how we work and productivity and balance in our lives. But before I get into that, I want to make sure that if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out what does my balance look like, where am I at, you can get a really quick gauge if you go to my website at myintuitioncoach.com forward slash balance quiz. Okay, cool. So, and the quiz is really quick. It's like two minutes. All right, so let's get into it. So why, what did burnout look like for me? So when I burned out, I, I didn't, it was really unexpected. I didn't know what was going on. I just sort of felt like things were off. So it, it was probably about over a period of six months. And I started to feel like I would complete a project and I would just be like, oh, doesn't really matter that the client won't be happy. No one will be happy at the end, um, but it's fine, like whatever. And then that progressed into, I would sit in meetings and I would be like, I don't have any ideas to share. I have nothing left to give. And I would just try to like shrink into the background so that no one would ask me any questions. Or I would get off of a conference call and I would just, I'd be so angry. I would like need 15 minutes just to vent my anger because I was so mad about stuff. I would get an email from a client and I would also need time to vent because they would need something or they'd want to change something or it wouldn't be good enough or whatever. And I just didn't really have capacity for that. So I was kind of like this rage monster um, all the time. And I would get to my weekend and I would just, I wouldn't have any energy. I didn't care about anything. I would just sit on the couch and it was almost like I was sick, but it really wasn't. I call this work week sickness because I was so low that I just, I didn't even care. So all of those things came together and I started realizing something's going on because I would go to my, I would go to, I was working in different places, right? But I would have one client and I would go and work with them and I would do like 15 minutes of work and then I would need to take a break for an hour before I could do more work, which is not productive. (laughs) And so especially not when you're paid by the hour. So things weren't going well and I I was freaking out. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a week off and that's going to solve everything. So I'd had my business for four years, hadn't taken a vacation. And I was like, one week off will solve everything. (laughs) I laughed because uh, it didn't. Um, I spent most of that week sitting on my couch, not really doing anything like showering was a challenge and going, getting more food was a challenge. So I did some research and I realized that I was experiencing some levels of burnout, especially entrepreneur burnout, but I didn't really know what to do about that. I didn't know what steps to take. So on my own journey, I, I did some work with a coach. I did some work with a counselor because I was worried that I was depressed. Some of those signs that I was sharing could be similar to depression. It turned out that I wasn't. 
because I wasn't showing those signs consistently throughout my week, but I had some really low days. And that was really scary as someone who's a high achiever and a high performer. So then I, I had to give myself permission to take naps when I needed them or to have something that was con some consistent exercise in my life, some way to make sure that I was regulating my body and doing some things that didn't feel like chores, like taking my dogs for walks, something like that. So I could get outside, I could get some exercise. And I realized there were things that I wasn't doing in my day. And it was, it was very silly. Why wasn't I doing these things? If someone had come up to me and been like, I want you to work all day for me. You don't know when your day ends. You don't know when your day starts. You don't take lunch and you'll never have a vacation. And you might work during the weekends. I would be like, no, I would never take that job ever. And yet that's how I was treating myself. That's how I was living each day. I was answering emails at nine at night. I was not taking my lunch. I would push through because my work was really important and I had to get it done. And this is four years into my business. So some big shifts that happened for me was the first one had to be a paradigm shift for myself to say that I have to take care of my needs first. If I don't take care of my needs, I won't have a business. I won't have clients. I won't have all these things that I've worked for. And so the first step when taking care of myself, I had to walk away from my biggest client because it was toxic, it was not very good, which was really hard because I was really holding on to that money. And so part of me saying, I have worth, I have value, regardless of how much money I made, what clients I have, what projects I'm working on, who I'm working with, what that looks like. I had to say that I was worthy of being loved regardless of what I had accomplished that day. So even if I had a really low day and I really didn't do very much, I was still worthy of love. That was one thing that really had to acknowledge for myself. And the other one was that I had to take care of me. So there's this almost toxic productivity that we get into that we celebrate when people are they accomplish their goal and they push through and they work through all the hardness. And, and yes, there are hard things that we have to work through and overcome. But we're celebrating exhaustion and we're celebrating things that we're not, we're not, we're just pushing through. We're, we're not paying attention to our needs. We're celebrating saying my needs aren't important, but my clients were or the money was or, or whatever that thing is. And we celebrate that. We don't go up to someone and say, I'm well rested and I took care of myself today and my cup is very full. And someone's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. We normally don't go up to someone and celebrate that. So that's the first shift that I wanna support you in making is seeing how you can add some very small things to your day in order to shift that balance to acknowledge I have needs and I need to take care of myself. So the first one is going to be going into your calendar Look at all the things you have in a day, and I want you to schedule a recurring event. It's called lunch. <laughs> it takes 30 minutes. And I'm not saying that you have to eat lunch every single day at that time. But what I want it to be is I want it to be a reminder so that if you choose to say, oh, I'm really into this, I'm going to have it in like 30 minutes or an hour, that's fine. But I want it to be a reminder because if you're not taking lunch right now, when are you eating? So. 
And you can also take this as a break. It doesn't have to be you have to eat food. It's very important to take breaks during your day. Your productivity will increase. And there's a time when it gives your brain a break to step away from the work that you're doing so you can come back and you can have increased clarity as well as productivity after you're done doing whatever it is that you want to do during your lunch. So that's the other part is you need to eat lunch away from your desk. So most people skip lunch altogether, but the people who don't skip lunch try to eat lunch during their desk at their desk. And that means that they're not really focusing on taking a break. They're focusing on trying to multitask and do several things at one time. So I want to focus more on shifting it from let's take a break. If you eat lunch during that time, great. If you eat that lunch during some other time, fab fabulous. But I want you to take that break. The other thing that I'd like to encourage you to do is figure out when does your day start and when does your day end? When would you like it to start and end? If you have that flexibility, then you can put that into your phone. I know that it won't be consistent all the time. However, it will help you work towards this is what I want it to look like. So that then when you have an end to your day, you know when you have free time. You know when you have downtime, available time. And the third thing that you need to schedule is you can call it whatever you want. This is your free time, your downtime, your self-care time, whatever you want to call it. Because it's really important to have it blocked out in your calendar so that then when someone asks you to do something, if you just quickly glance at your calendar, you're going to see all the things that are blocked out and you're going to say, oh, no, I actually don't have time for that. Even though some of those blocks could be lunch or free time or whatever that looks like for you. It's a way to help me reinforce my boundaries because every time I say yes to someone else's thing, event, meeting, whatever it is, I'm saying no to my own free time, downtime, special time, whatever that looks like for you. And I give that away. And I used to give it away so frequently. And I want to challenge you to stop giving it away. I want to challenge you to avoid that hidden part that we, whenever we say yes to something else, we're saying no to our own time. And we do it so willingly and so easily. And that's part of being addicted to being busy all the time and not really taking that time to sit down and pay attention. What are my emotions telling me? How do I really feel? Am I exhausted? The other night, I didn't realize how tired I was until I was outside my house and I was at a, a park close to me. And I just sat there and I was like, actually, I, I'm so tired. So that was a trigger for me to say, oh, I need to take some additional time. I need to chill here. So I went and I took a walk and it was a, a really good moment for me to say, okay, I need to fill myself back up. I need to identify where I'm at so that then I can move forward. I can take these other positive steps to help fill up my own cup. So these are a couple of ways that you can shift how you see your day-to-day -day work, where balance can be included slowly into your life, and some simple steps that you can take to do that. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed, I don't even know where to start. How would I, what would I do during my downtime? That's terrifying to have free time. I don't even know. I don't even have a way of dealing with that. So then what I want you to do is I want you to think of something that you could spend five to $10 on that would bring a big smile to your face. So for me, that would be a bouquet of flowers. Fresh cut roses, I love them, even though, yes, I know they're going to die. 
<laughs> I still love them. For the time that they are alive, they just bring a huge smile to my face. It's a great opportunity for me to love on myself and bring myself joy. So for other people, I've heard them say coffee. Uh, there's a lot of coffee. Sometimes it's sushi. Sometimes it's a sandwich. Sometimes it's ice cream. Those are all ones that I've heard. And so I want to give you permission that if you had that free time and you had $10 in your pocket, what would you go and do to fill yourself up, to bring joy to yourself, to bring that smile to your face? So those are three different ways that you can shift, you can add more balance, and you can bring some joy into your life. If you'd like to learn more about what it looks like, how I work with people, how my clients and I work together, then you can visit me at myintuitioncoach.com or you can email me at info at myintuitioncoach.com and I can help answer your questions. I have a nine-part formula that I share with entrepreneurs who are in their business and are struggling to find time for themselves and find that freedom that we all would this is the reason we started our businesses. And then it just disappears in all the day-to-day -day tasks. And so if you want to bring that balance back without feeling guilty and without sacrificing your success, then come and talk to me. And I'd love to have a conversation about what that could look like for you and see if we would be a good fit. So thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you listening and thinking about what I have to say. And let me know if you have any questions. You can always email me or reach out and see if this might help you find some ways to shift in your life. So thank you so much and have a fabulous day.